The following program is presented by Senior Health Medicare. News Talk 760 WJR presents Medicare University. Now to get us started, here's Guy Gordon. Hi, everybody. Guy Gordon speaking to you here on behalf of Senior Health Medicare and News Talk 760 WJR. It is that time of year again, the annual election period, when your choices for Medicare, that this is really the time when you want to plan learn, and most importantly, save when it comes to the Medicare choices you make. Uh, We know that navigating Medicare can be a fraught with all kinds of turbulence and confusion. We're here to blow that away and to give you clearer navigation and clearer information when it comes to making these very important choices. Throughout this program, our phone lines are going to be open so that you can interact with a senior health Medicare specialist that can answer your questions in real time. The number to call there is 248-230-8595. That's 248-230-8595. Or go to Senior Health Medicare. When we come back, we'll be talking with Liam Shivers and also Rod Marlowe, two very, very knowledgeable individuals when it comes to this annual election period, which runs from now until December 7th. So get ready to learn, get ready to plan, and get ready to save with Senior Health Medicare. Welcome back to our Senior Health Medicare special. I'm Guy Gordon. Let me introduce you to the two gentlemen who are really knowledgeable when it comes to the insurance industry and Medicare. Uh, Liam Shivers uh, has been in the insurance industry for over 13 years and one of the first members to contribute his experience to Senior Health Medicare. Uh, and I I would say, Liam, long time no see, but you and I have been talking about my wife's Medicare choices. I would hold up her uh, Medicare card uh, but for the fact there's a lot of personal information on yeah. there that we don't want everybody to get. But um, we appreciate the help that you've given us in making those choices. And to, just to underscore the fact that, yes, my family really does use Senior Health Medicare. We're also joined by Rod Marlowe. He's been serving clients for over 40 years in life, health, commercial, home, and auto insurance as an independent agent. And uh, Rod's years and years of experience in the insurance industry it has been so valuable. So, Liam, Rod, welcome. Thanks, Guy. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So this is the annual election period. It runs from now until December 7th. What does the annual election period mean? Well, it's a call to action right now. Uh, October 15th through December 7th, that's our game time where we say goodbye to our families for a little while. And we're, we're putting in the extra hours because... Uh, this is the time frame where people can switch plans when it comes to federally regulated plans, such as like a standalone prescription drug plan or an advantage plan. So, okay. it, mm-hmm. and and so I mean, is this is this kind of a put up or shut up time? Kind of that if you're going to make your choices, you better make them now. Well, yeah, I think the, the, this would be right. the call, this would be the call to action. Um, from the uh, the dates that you just specified, this uh, October fifteenth through December seventh, um, have your plans reviewed. Don't be complacent with uh, what worked last year. So we're just going to roll over and and uh, continue into twenty twenty three. Don't do that. Um, have it reviewed. Make sure that plan's a good fit for next year. So there's the annual election period, and then there's the open enrollment period. Those two terms are they in conflict, and are there differences? 
a lot of people get those confused. When it comes to an open enrollment period, that usually pertains to someone that's turning 65 or starting their Part B, like when they're coming off an employer plan. That's the, that's the grace period that Medicare allows you to sign up for a plan without having to go through any underwriting or any, uh, you know, any other uh, hoops that you have to jump through. But that usually starts, um, like, with, with when an dealing with like a Medicare supplement plan, you have six months before and six months after your Part B start date to go with whatever supplement plan you'd like to move forward with. And depending on when you part, start that Part B, like whether it be your 65th birthday month or if you go past 65, there's a certain amount of time if you wanted to sign up for a standalone prescription drug plan or a Advantage plan. So usually when you turn 65, you have a 90-day grace period. Uh, if you go past 65, uh, like say if you retire at 67 and you start your Part B at that time, you have a 63-day window. So there, there's there, there you get attention to detail there, but that's that's the open enrollment period. The annual election period is the main time where people can switch their federally regulated plans. It's very important that you have to do your review every year because formularies change when it comes to your drug coverage. Um, uh, pl plans change when it comes to your Advantage plans. So you really have to pay attention. You have to make sure that your doctor accepts the plan if you're on an Advantage plan, but that's what we're here for. We take those that worry out of there and we have access to all these different carriers. So you mentioned an important word there, Rod, and that is complacency. There is a cost that comes with complacency in this case because, as Liam has pointed out, You've got issues with changes to your Part D, with your changes perhaps to your uh, Medicare supplements. What's the cost of being complacent here? Well, I think the, the big issue is that uh, people are getting their notices from their existing plans, and, and they'll look and they'll, they'll say, oh, my premium went down uh, to $3.50 a month, and, and it really worked for me last year. The thing that they may not recognize is that uh, their medications um, – may have changed in a tier level, uh, my, the copay. They may have even um, re removed um, a drug from the formulary. So that, that's the reason that we say don't, don't just be complacent. Even if you think, um, oh, it was a great plan this year, uh, let, let's check it out for next year. So, so in, in, in my case, Liam, we set my wife up with an advantage plan, or I, sh I should say with a supplemental Correct. plan. And um, how much might that change from year to year? How much savings might I be leaving on the table if I don't do this annual review? Well, and just to point out what Rod was talking about, I mean, there's also, you know, deductibles that have increased that, that could hit you when it comes to certain prescriptions. But when it comes to everything Medicare, whether it be your supplement, which you can change at any time of the year, this is a good time to get everything done all at once. Um, there's certain, you know, uh, statistics that we look at as far as like loss ratios, customer service, speed of claims, uh, all these different factors that come into uh, play when dealing with a supplement plan that has to be reviewed. And you have to look at the premiums for that. When it comes to an advantage plan, same thing. Uh, benefits change. Doctor's acceptance. Um, you know, the network uh, is it able to work out of state. And we have seen that with the advantage plans, there there has been an evolving uh, trend where a lot more are being able to be used out of state. But when we're talking about changes in premiums and also changes in maybe copays, changes in Part D coverage on certain drugs, if your drugs change, are we talking about a savings of 10 to 15 percent that you may be losing, 15 to 20 percent? Just give me a quick range here on, 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 on the advantages of coming to Senior Health Medicare and having this discussion because we don't want people leaving money on the table. 
Yeah, and and it really does. Uh, it can it can factor into say as minimum as fifteen dollars a month, but that adds up. Or uh, what we have, uh, you know, at least a couple times a week, it could be fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month. Um, because a lot of people like hold on to their plans and just become complacent. You have to do that review because new plans are offering uh, that just definitely have to uh, make sure you do that review and that you're keeping your premiums at a steadier level. Yeah, little changes can add up very, very quickly, especially if it's been successive years that you haven't done this review. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you. Great start to our conversation, and we welcome you to have an even more personal one-on-one conversation with Senior Health Medicare by calling 248-230-8595 or going to SeniorHealthMedicare.com. When we come back, Medicare Supplement versus Medicare Advantage, the pros, the cons, the pluses, the minuses, and how much your lifestyle can influence your choice. That's next on Senior Health Medicare. Welcome back to Medicare University. Once again, Guy Gordon. I guess I outed my wife a little bit earlier on in our broadcast that she's turning 65 this fall. In fact, in just a few days, I hope that won't come back to haunt me. Uh, But it means that we in the Gordon household are going through what a lot of first-timers are going through, and that's struggling to figure out, okay, we've got our Part A, we've got our Part B, we know how to sign up for Part D, but what about the supplemental? First of all, uh, why do we need a supplemental in the first place? Rod Marlowe, that ball is yours. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, that First of all, if we're, if we're talking about supplements versus Advantage plans, they are uh, apples and oranges. So uh, focusing on supplements, uh, first of all, with original Medicare Part A and Part B, uh, Medicare Part A is going to cover your hospitalization. And every time you go into the hospital, with some exceptions, uh, there's going to be a deductible on that. In 2023, it's going to be $1,600. That's up a little bit from um, this current year of 1556. And um, Part B of Medicare is your uh, out-of-hospital-related expenses. Think doctor office visits, lab tests, surgeries, that type of thing. And um, under your Part B of Medicare, they are going to cover 80% of your expenses after a $233 deductible this year which is actually going down to $226 um, for uh, 2023. So the 20% that Medicare is not covering under the Part B is uncapped. There's no limit to that. So that's why uh, we strongly suggest the Medicare supplement uh, to pick up that uh, the lion's share of that 20% uh, for you. Uh, One of the other things about original Medicare is that you can go anywhere in the country. And as long as that provider takes Medicare, they're going to take your Medicare supplement. Um, So uh, it's not a situation of do you take company ABC? The question I always tell my clients is ask the provider, do you take Medicare? Okay. So with those two, um, you know, it's uh, uh, that that's the rundown on on supplements for the most part. So it's great that Medicare covers that 80%. It's that 20%, which is unlimited, that can come back and really bite us hard if we have an unforeseen medical expense that's going to be very high ticket. Now, uh, what you buy to fill that gap, and in some cases gap is actually a branded trademarked word here. Uh, Let's turn to Liam on that because you can go with a standard Medicare supplement 
or you can go with Medicare Advantage. Rod said they are apples and oranges. We've learned a little bit about the apple. Tell me about the orange and what we need to know. Well, basically with a Medicare Advantage plan, this is a private company that if you enrolled in their coverage, that private company actually takes the place of your Part A and Part B. Even though you're still paying the premium on your Part B, that company becomes your primary care. So you're dealing with an HMO, PPO, a lot of different acronyms for the types of network type of plans. Um, The selling point with a lot of these plans is that there's a low premium. Some of you would have a zero premium. A lot of people like that because you know, if, if they're pretty healthy, they think they can, you know, obviously get by uh, without having to pay a premium on that. However, where the catch is, um, where the cost would be is if you actually had to use it for what it's intended. So for instance, if you're being admitted into the hospital, there's usually a copay per day, uh, usually ranging anywhere from 180 to $365 a day for the first five, seven days. Uh, so like the max out of pockets, with a lot of these plans range anywhere from $3,500 to $6,700. So in comparison with the supplement plan, you have coverage, but you're, you're, you have a risk of out-of-pocket. Mm-hmm. Supplement would usually be a little bit more inclusive coverage. Uh, with the Advantage plan, it's kind of very similar to like a, uh, an individual plan with a, an employer plan. So uh, but with the lower premiums, uh, they're able to... Um, extend their coverage into like vision, dental, and obviously the prescription drug coverage is involved within the Medicare Advantage plan. So it's under one umbrella. So because it has prescription drug coverage, that means that it's federally regulated. And that's why we have this time of year, the October 15th through December 7th deadline to make any changes, because that's the only time that the the government really allows anybody to switch plans for a January 1st start date. So when you're looking at an Advantage plan, you're looking at the low premium, but you're you're looking at a possible out-of-pocket risk. Um, We have actually programs like a a hospital indemnity plan that we've actually been working with that, where you have a zero premium plan that you're able to combine with kind of like a safety net um, when it comes to like being admitted into the hospital. So you get like a lump sum to help supplement that cost. Um, and then the other thing that people uh, are, are looking at when it comes to the Advantage plan is, is, is it does it travel? Um, are you able to go to out of state? Mm-hmm. Some do, some don't. Some are because if you're out of state, you can be out of network, and out of right. network can call, make your cost skyrocket. Right. And, and there, there are a few out there that, that have extending coverages uh, out of state. You have to open up a channel of uh, billing. But uh, they've actually been, uh, the past couple of years, the Advantage plan has, has definitely evolved. So, Rod, help me with this. I mean, all of us are being bombarded by TV ads, usually anchored by uh, you know, aging sports stars. Uh, guys I love, by the way, but, uh, you know, they're getting paid, compensated handsomely to push those things, these benefit-laden plans, and to make it sound like that we don't have to pay anything for vision, dental, and all these other things. What's the reality there, and what what should we watch out for before we take that kind of bait obviously uh, they've got to pay for those marketing costs somewhere in mr namath's salary so uh, i mean that's going to be in that's going to be in the premium or something there so talk to me about these come-ons okay well i i think the uh, the thing that you don't see in the commercials um uh, and i always tell people uh, there's a reason for this because they just you they want to get you on the phone uh but uh, with the Advantage plans, most all of them have a very large out-of-pocket maximum. And that out-of-pocket maximum is up in the $5,000 range. So uh, people focus on zero premium, and some of the ads even say you can get back some of your uh, Part B premium. And uh, quite frankly, once they have you on the phone, I think it's very difficult uh, to get away from the uh, 
uh, the, the sales agenda that they have. But uh, it's all the hidden costs, as, as Liam was alluding to, that, um, you know, there's co-pays here. If you go in the hospital, you could be paying $350 a day for the first five or six days. And, and that's not in the commercial. That's not all they focus on is Hey, zero premium. So that there's there's a lot of things that you need to drill down into those plans, which of course uh, we help people do. And we thank you for that because I mean, it, they, honestly, it should come with a disclaimer. A lot of these <clears throat> things because I I do feel like uh, people that haven't the benefit of your knowledge could get um, could get hooked into something that is going to cost them a lot of money and they and they think they're getting something for free. Liam, um, I know that there are some changes, that there are some advantage plans now that have become more portable for those uh, Michigan snowbirds that uh, you know may be p- spending up to six months or more in Florida or down south. Um, these advantage plans can travel with them. Talk with me about that because we may have more flexibility than we had in past years. And I know you've helped my mom with this. Right. And, and it's, a, you know, it's a, a valuable perk to have when dealing with an advantage plan. Uh, you know, certain situations get people on these plans. Um, uh, and if they are snowbirds, um, the, the main thing you really have to pay attention to is if it does travel. So like, for instance, for your mom, we're able to open up a line of billing. Uh, basically there's like a couple of steps that the, the doctor that they would see down South uh, would have to do to just open up that. So just open up a connection line and then basically have it as an in network cost. Okay. So um, basically I, you're enrolling them in the program. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And it's they're they're more apt to accept the advantage plan here as they would say in the state of Florida or state of Alabama or anything right. along those lines. So, yeah, it's 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 there's some due diligence there, but it's, it's actually been uh, a little bit more acceptable for a, a lot of these plans to have that uh, multi-state coverage, uh, which has been very beneficial. And, and and the thing is, you know, when you look at the zero premiums, as Rod was talking about, and then the max out of pockets, you can compare that um, by having these uh, in place and then combining that with, say, like a hospital indemnity plan that is a low premium plan that would you know, Rod said it was going to be like $5,000 max out of pocket. Um, you could have that lump sum pay and just uh, still keep your premiums at a minimum, still hopefully under $100. All right. That's a great explanation. And it, and it I think, really highlights the fact that there are a lot of new changes that have come to that space that many people might not know about. Maybe even some pretty seasoned agents might not know about um, where when you go to the experts at Senior Health Medicare, they can help clean that up for you. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the Anti-Inflation Act. I know there are some folks that think it's dubiously named, but it does bring some changes to the healthcare sphere, also to insulin costs. If you have a diabetic in your family, this can mean some pretty big savings. We will explore that. When we come back, in the meantime, the folks at Senior Health Medicare are eager to talk with you. And you can contact them at 248-230-8595, or you could reach out at SeniorHealthMedicare.com. We'll be back. If you'd like to attend our free local Senior Health Medicare seminar or schedule a no-cost consultation, Medicare advisors are standing by now, so please call 248-230-8595 or RSVP to a seminar visit at MyMedicareUniversity.com. We'll be right back in a moment.
Welcome back to our Senior Health Medicare special. I'm Guy Gordon from News Talk 760 WJR, joined by Liam Shivers and Rod Marlowe, two insurance experts, but with a specialty of expertise in Medicare and the ins and outs of supplements. Part D, how much you can save. This is the annual election period or open enrollment period, and this is a time when you can make a lot of uh, benefit changes, but also money-saving changes, and we want to make sure that you're armed with all the information that you can get to do just that. 248-230-8595 will put you into contact with your own one-on-one senior health Medicare specialist. Call that number now. They're waiting to hear from you, or uh, you can chat online at SeniorHealthMedicare.com, perhaps set up an appointment for the future. But in the meantime, we know that there has been changes in legislation. It was a somewhat busy legislative year, and we know that the uh, Anti-Inflation Act was passed into law, and it does affect everybody on Medicare. Uh, Liam, do you want to take that? Sure. Um, what this is going to affect people on Medicare was when it comes to the prescription coverage, um, and w- the, the benefit of it is for people that use insulin. Um, they're going to put a cap on a certain. Well, what we've seen is uh, the majority of the brands. We haven't seen them on all brands, but uh, we saw a thirty-five dollar cap being implemented in twenty twenty-three uh, for people that are diabetic and need insulin. Um, now, you know whether or not it's going to be strictly vials or the uh, the the five pack of pens like the auto injectors. We're, we're still kind of piecing that out as we go because they just released. You know, obviously this is the beginning of the of the time where we're able to do that review and 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 see what's available. But um, I mean, there's going to be certain. You know, stuff. we've got to pass it to find what's in it, right, right Liam? Right. Exactly. That's that's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and 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 you know, there's certain steps that they're taking with 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 the cap on the insulin. Uh, in the next couple of years, 2025, they're talking about uh, reducing the actual donut hole max out of pocket, going from $7,050 down to $2,000. And then in 2026, being able to negotiate prescription drug prices uh, at a little bit more of, of a wider scope. But that's a couple of years from now. I mean, right now is the time where we do the review for the drug plans for, for all of our clients or anybody that's interested in seeing if they can save some money. And definitely you have to see if their formularies have changed. Our Part D department is fantastic about doing that. So basically, you either go to our website or you call in to us um, and you give us your drug list. Um, you know, there's, there's certain protocols that we have to follow. You were mentioned before in the last segment about how Joe Namath and Jimmy Walker are all over the TV, uh, you know, pushing these Advantage plans. That is CMS, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, has really cracked down on what we are allowed to say because of those types of commercials. So what we're doing right now is we have a a certain protocol that we have to follow when talking about prescription drug plans or Advantage plans in general. But we want to make sure that you're on the right plan going into 2023 by taking those steps, seeing if you're able to reduce your premiums, seeing if you reduce your co-pays and, and how we can help you with your overall budget, which everybody's uh, tinkering with the, these past couple of years. All right. Well, I won't say that that's dynamite, but that's a pretty good explanation uh, there, there, Liam. Rod, there were two. There was a, a term there that most people probably aren't familiar with, and that is formularies. What are formularies and why do I need to be aware of them as they relate to my Part D coverage? Okay, so every Part D um, company has a formulary, a.k.a. the drug list. So what we do is uh, when we look at your medications, we go into their drug list, their formulary, and uh, we're able to see at what tier level 
uh, that drug is, a tier one, two, three, four, five, however many uh, tiers that that particular company has. Uh, and in some situations, that the drug is not covered. Um, so I, I know a good example is the shingles virus. Now, in the past, that's been, um, you know, you pay full price for that and people go, <clears throat> well, it's a vaccine. Uh, why, why am I not, yeah. uh, why do I have to pay $269 for it? Well, it's because it's not in their formulary. Okay. So uh, the other thing is that, uh, again, going back to that complacency thing that, that I keep beating that drum is, you know, if you had a, a medication that you were on this year, it may have moved to another tier level, uh, which is a higher copay, or it go, went into a category where now you have to pay a coinsurance, a percentage of the cost of the medication. So again, um, do the review. And, and Liam, in terms of these formularies changing, I mean, there's also some external factors there. The FDA can reclassify a drug or a new generic can come on the market. Or your uh, provider has maybe been able to negotiate a better price over the course of the previous 12 months. When you're looking at that, again, and I, I, I feel like I'm banging the table on, on this, but how much savings are out there for me? Uh, and, and could I not be taking advantage of if I don't do this Part D review on an annual basis? Well, it, and that's and that's just the point. It, it, you have to, when we go through and plug these numbers or these uh, prescriptions in and get these numbers. Um, you were talking about how generics are being introduced. Uh, for some of these prescriptions, the generics are actually higher than the cost and the brand name uh, when it comes to like certain uh, like uh, uh, blood thinners or uh, certain types of uh, treatments for uh, like a higher tier drugs. Um, but. It, it, it the savings that have come through on this i mean i think we've been able to drop just by preliminary looks right here i mean i know we get at least 30 to 40 dollars less uh a month uh on a lot of these different cases um especially when it comes to like these new plans that might be a little bit higher in premium you know a, a reasonable price premium but as, as a little bit more adapt to uh for like your tier one tier two drugs that are daily maintenance prescriptions uh and when you're using a specific type of uh, uh or specific pharmacy it definitely works a little bit better with the pricing on there yeah is there is there one plan i know when we went through it with my wife uh uh, look, looking at, at Part D, uh, oddly enough, my wife doesn't take any pharmaceuticals. You would think being married to me, she would be on antidepressants <laughs> and anti-anxiety meds. But um, is, is there one plan that if you are younger and extraordinarily healthy that you can get a real break on those Part D coverages because you just don't have a long prescription list? Yeah, I think um, one of the looking at that, people will... Uh, if they're not taking any medications, their first inclination is, well, I, I'm not going to sign up for a Part D anyway because I don't take any meds. And the advice is don't do that because you'll be penalized by Medicare uh, for not having the plan. Um, secondly, uh, there's nothing to say that uh, you won't go on a medication through the year. So something might, might get prescribed to you, uh, which uh, either no plan, you're going to pay out of pocket or hey, your plan uh, actually picks up that drug and it's a zero copay. So, uh, you know, there are, there are all kinds of uh, pitfalls from uh, not having the plan, first of all. And then secondly, uh, the, the key thing is get the right plan. Uh, you know, if you pay $7 a month for a plan and you're not taking any medications, uh, you're, you're, you're satisfying Medicare's uh, requirement 
that you have the Part D plan. Right. And and you mentioned something important there. There's a penalty if you don't sign up for it. And obviously, with with Gail and I, we went through that as well. Um, She's healthy. We could have kept her on my my company plan, but we had some uh, actually some advantages by going on Medicare there. Uh, if if we had not signed up for plan A and plan B, we could face some pretty serious penalties, right, Liam? Yeah, especially like if uh, someone that stays on with an employer plan that's not uh, what's called uh, creditable coverage, which basically means that Medicare hasn't deemed that plan uh, to be comparative to what Medicare offers, um, they could be penalized. Um, and, uh, and so people working past 65, you have to talk to your, uh, your human resource. You have to find out if your coverage is creditable coverage if you want to work past 65. If it's not, it may force your hand into Medicare. So these penalties uh, will affect these people that if they don't have a drug plan. So people thinking, uh, I don't take anything. Why do I even need to pay uh, anywhere from 8 to 12 bucks a month for something I'm not even going to use? Well, because you could be penalized and that penalty is one percent against the national average premium from the previous year accrued every month and it's a permanent penalty so it's an annoying penalty but it's a penalty nonetheless but uh, i mean just the word permanent penalty kind of makes uh, my my blood run a little cold here and it, it certainly again rod getting back to your word complacency complacency comes with a cost it does and and this that this penalty that uh liam mentioned uh, being permanent, uh, it it never goes away. So even if you change your drug plan every year, and let's just say that you've accrued an $11 a month penalty, uh, that's coming out of, that's added onto your Medicare um, cost, not the drug plan. So the drug plan is still going to be whatever the cost is on that, but you're going to see that penalty come out of your Social Security or added to your, your Medicare okay. charges. So. All right, that's a good place to pause. Gentlemen, when we come back, we've talked in the past about uh, Plan F being phased out. Uh, There have been some developments on that. Also, there's something called the Moon Act. It has nothing to do with your backside, but you need to be aware of it because, just like everything else, it can cost you money. We will follow up on that. And also reminding you, 248-230-8595 is the number to call to go one-on-one with a senior health Medicare expert or specialist of your very own or SeniorHealthMedicare.com. We'll be back. Welcome back to our Senior Health Medicare special. Uh, We hope that you found it informative so far. Uh, For those of you that are just joining us, I think it's really good that we do a really short recap uh, to, to understand in this uh, annual election period, the open enrollment period, why it's important and why you really need to focus on your supplements. Rod, why do we need to be aware of the annual election period and open enrollment and make some decisions and some reviews? Okay, review that coverage, uh, be aware of the changes, uh, uh, what Medicare um, is charging now for the Part B deductibles, the Part A deductibles, and also um, in addition, the uh, the Part B premium, the baseline has gone is going down um, from uh, this year to next uh, from 170.10. That's the base premium for Medicare Part B, and it's going down to 164.90. So a little little kickback from Medicare uh, for the the next coming year. On the other side of things, when we talk supplements, Medicare supplements versus traditional uh, supplements versus Medicare Advantage, what do we need to be aware of, Liam? 
Basically, uh, your co overall cost risk. So with the Medicare supplement, as Rod was saying, I mean, you, with a plan G, um, this year the deductible is $233. Um, would be your only out-of-pocket uh, for any type of medical bills or hospitalization or anything along those lines. And that's actually dropping down uh, $7 to uh, uh, $226 next year. Um, and, you know, those are the types of plans that you really have to stay focused with as far as like your premiums for that so, because you're limiting your out-of-pocket. When it comes to the Advantage plans, you have to make sure that your doctor is going to accept that next year. You're going to have to look at the benefits. Uh, are they going to remain consistent from year to year? Uh, is, your, is, your, is your network going to be in the same area or is it condensing or is it, is, is it expanding? Or if you plan on going from state to state, uh, is it going to extend to where you want to go? So these things that you do have to do the review on, uh, we, we help with every year. I mean, basically, uh, we take your, 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 your ideas of what type of covers that you want to uh, have, uh, the budget that you're looking to spend, and we try to make it work and try to keep, the, keep everything uh, consistent for you. All right, Rod, and very quickly, what is this hospital indemnity benefit, and how will it help me? Okay, so the hospital indemnity plan uh, goes can go hand in hand with the Advantage plans to reimburse for those out-of-pocket costs that your Advantage plan is not covering, namely uh, the uh, uh, daily hospital copay that you have to pay when you go into the hospital. So if it's $300 or $350 a day for the first five or six days, the hospital indemnity plans uh, are designed to go uh, hand in glove, shall we say, with with the design of your your Advantage plan, and that's what our advisors do is that they custom customize that plan um, to your um, to your Advantage plan, and so uh, essentially you can uh, close a lot of the the gaps, shall we say, the out of pockets mm -hmm. rather, um, by uh, having a hospital indemnity plan to put some of that money back into your uh, checkbook. So we have talked about this in the past, and there has been, a, I think, some updating that we need to do, Liam, and that is Plan F is being phased out. What do we need to know? So basically anybody that's turning 65 after January 1st, 2020 is not going to have access to the Plan F as in Frank or the Plan C as in Charlie, which is a very similar plan. But um, they're the people that had that plan are grandfathered in on that plan. So um, mainly what people turning 65 right now are looking at are like the plan G's plan N when it comes to a Medicare supplement plan. But what we're starting to see is that a lot more people are jumping from that plan F because when you have your, your new business premiums being blocked out from going onto that pool of business, like on the plan F uh, you have that existing pool of business. As they get older, they're going to start to compile more and more claims. And as they do that, the premiums are going to start shooting up. Right. So, you're not adding the younger, healthier people exactly. into the pool right. to offset those costs. Right. So, They're aging. So, so more people are going to the plan G or plan N or other letter plans. And, uh, and we're starting to see that show in some of the premiums on plan G. So, by having access to all these different carriers, we're trying to see how they're handling those loss ratios and, and still maintain their customer service and their efficiency. So, uh, and, and that is one of the main things that we're based on. All right. So uh, I, coming into this segment, I teased the fact we were going to be talking about the Moon Act. Rod, what do we need to know about it? And I'm, I'm betting it doesn't have anything to do with interstellar travel. Not, not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so under, under Part A of Medicare, your hospital um, coverage, uh, it does give coverage for skilled nursing facility. And that's, that's the crux of the matter here. So with Medicare, if you go uh, into the hospital, 
Uh, Medicare requires that you be confined for th three days as an inpatient. Now, uh, the, the key to that is that if you then have to, if you're required to get skilled nursing, go to a skilled nursing facility, Medicare is only going to pay for your skilled nursing facility if you met that three days in the hospital as an inpatient. So the catch here is that a lot of people go into the hospital, namely through the emergency room, uh, and they're, uh, they, they think they're admitted into the hospital, but they're under what is called an observation status. Right. Observation is not the inpatient status. And so, yeah, you, you may still have to go to a skilled nursing facility, but Medicare is not going to pay for it because um, you, weren't, you did not meet their requirement. Therefore, the right. MOON Act which is uh, the Medicare outpatient observation notice is presented to the patient. Now, do you sign something or whatever? That's another question, but um, typically it is presented to you that you're, you're under observation status while you're here. Okay, and you need to know that and you need to ask questions about it because failing, <laughs> failing to acknowledge it can cost you big time, right, Liam? Absolutely, and that's why we paired with um, a hospital indemnity or short-term care policy uh, for post-hospital care really kind of puts the, the worry uh, at bay here because a short-term care policy will kick in either on that first day um, or if you do get the three nights as an inpatient, Medicare is going to cover the first 20 days of coverage. It'll kick in on that 21st day to make sure that you don't have that out-of-pocket cost. And anyone that's had a loved one that's had to go to post-hospital care could probably really tell you how, just how much that costs per day. All right, guys, I think we've covered all the, the required bases here, but we know that Congress will be Congress and they can make changes to things. What are the chances that we'll see benefits added? And we've only got about 30 seconds to talk about it, uh, but benefits added in the next year, like vision, like dental, be, be rolled into the basic benefit package. Rod? Well, I, I think it's a wait and see uh, type of thing. Uh, obviously, it always comes down to uh, the cost of it. But I, uh, the, my opinion is that we're going to see some of those benefits added to Medicare, uh, either as options or included in uh, the basic Medicare uh, coverage. So, but keep following the news on that. And if there's a new opportunity, that's another good reason to call Senior Health Medicare. Right. Gentlemen, thanks so much. Thank you, Guy. Liam, Rod Marlowe, uh, our experts, and you can find experts just like them at your fingertips by dialing 248-230-8595. I just dated myself, didn't I? We don't dial phones anymore. You can punch the number in, 248-230-8595, or go to seniorhealthmedicare.com. Thanks for being with us. Until next time, I'm Guy Gordon, News Talk 760.